0: Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help you unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and in life. In addition to our podcast, The Breakthrough is a coaching and advisory business that provides programs for business leaders, owners, and managers to develop your skills and capabilities to boost your business and enjoy a better life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Hi there, welcome along to the Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Ryan Castle, joined by Dr. Mike Ashby. Mike, great to have you here. Lovely to be here as always, right, Mike? A uh, little topic of conversation I'd like us to talk about with our listeners today is the constant state of busy. Uh, it's probably you know if we were if we were um, medical doctors, not not doctors of not that kind of doctor, international business yeah. or one of those kind mm-hmm. of yeah. kind of ones. Not that kind of. Doctor. We'd really, a <laughs> symptom that we see presenting in our in mm-hmm. our members and mm-hmm. our. Is just this constant state of busy, and I think it's become a bit of a global, mm-hmm. almost an epidemic, really. Mm-hmm. A little
1: bit about gentlemen's hours. I did. I was just thinking about that. I was thinking that, and in fact, this, the, the the data backs this up. Ten percent of income earners in the eighties in the US, I think this was, they earned, they worked less hours than any other group. Mm-hmm. So they made more and worked less. Now it's the reverse. The top 10% of income earners work more hours than any other group. And it's kind of gone with two things, is that kind of culture of productivity. And look, we we work with people, helping them improve their productivity, helping people get more done, helping people get more organised, waste less time, etc, etc. But, but, I reckon that it's gone too far. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that We've become obsessed with productivity. And people have got these, you know, these tools to help them, they've got apps to help them, and it's all about here's the list, and I will be successful if I get through this list. Mm-hmm. What does that lead to? That leads to an overwhelming sense of things to do. So an overwhelming sense of busyness, not of productivity. But a busyness. Yeah. And I feel that so many people seeking
0: this nirvana that actually doesn't exist.
1: Yeah.
0: People commonly say to me, hey, look, I'm just really busy at the moment, but in a couple of months, I won't be. Mm-hmm. And I think we are in this constant state of always thinking that the projects we've got on, the client mm. urgent situations, the staff requirements, the personal things that, that take yeah, a lot of time in our mm. personal lives. We always feel like we're just busy right now, mm. but in a couple of months, it'll all be fine. My observation, that never arrives. It's always a couple of months away. Uh, and quite seriously, I used to say that to my
1: first wife. <laughs> I used to mm. say, just this, you know, I know no, I'm not home much, but you know, the next couple of weeks, just when I just need to get through this bit. Mm. And there never was. Mm. There was always something there. It is. It's a, it is a delusion. It's kind of a, a mirage and... I know that you can comfort yourself by saying, yeah, but it's a real mirage, but it's just a mirage. That idea that just over the horizon, just when we get through this, you know, this swamp, Mm -hmm. we'll be on hard ground, we'll be able to sit back, relax, kind of, yeah, let's do the important things Mm -hmm. now. Actually, what happens is, you never get the important
0: things done. You never. And we all we know that there's always more tasks than time. Mm. And we can live in this constant state of busy. I've, I've had it myself. I've I've been through a week. I've gone, wow, I was so busy this mm. week. And then I go, and what did I do? And yeah. I'm
1: like, Ooh, I know I was busy. Did I add any value? I'm not sure. I was sitting talking with, with Alistair last week, you know, and Alistair was saying, same thing. Been too busy, been too busy. And then he, he looked at his calendar and said, I'm not sure what I did. Mm. Not sure what I was, but I was really busy. Mm. And I think what happens is that we become, well, there's so much noise in our heads. Our list is so long that we don't necessarily reflect on what's in that list. Yes. And there's a whole, so one of the things I've been talking about lately is useful, not productive. Because it's not necessarily so that being productive in the sense of getting things done is actually that useful. Now there are things that, you know, I I'm in the in the happy position, I suppose, because I've got Ryan as, as managing director doing most of the work. I'm I'm free to do the stuff that's really just the important stuff. I yeah. don't do anything Australia. else. Now yeah. I'm I'm at an extreme. But getting clear about what's important and then sticking to it, that's useful. And it might be that it's sitting there. For me, it's think, well, no, I won't just I won't just personalise it to me. For you. Watching this, listening to this, it might simply be something really important. Like, what's going on with that person mm-hmm. in my team? Mm-hmm. Rather than jumping to the next thing to do, taking five minutes to think about how has this person been performing, what's going on, and maybe even going to have a half-hour conversation with that person and saying, you know. Is this for you? Yeah. What's, what's happening in your life? Tell me, because this is what I'm seeing. Now, that's not productive, is it? No. But really
0: useful. Really valuable. Yep.
1: Or, or, you know, what's happening to this product? What's happening to this, you know, this kind of market? What's really going on here and been going? What are the numbers in the last few months tell us? And that's not urgent. Admittedly, one day it will be. Yes, (laughs) for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons, you know. So often what's important is not urgent, but it will be Mm. if you don't attend to it. And I think in a a kind of rush for being more productive and getting more stuff done. More things ticked off the list. More things ticked off the list. And more boxes checked, then we don't necessarily go, are these the most important things? Mm. I used a great little framework with a group of business
0: leaders I was coaching a couple of days ago. I said, I want you to write down the three most mm. important things you're going to do today. This was great, yeah. And uh, they went through that and they wrote down their three things. Some were very clear on what those things were. Some were like, oh, I don't really know what I'm going to do today. But they got to their list of three. And I then sent to them, project yourself forward one month and rate how important that thing is that you've just identified on a scale of 1 to ten. One being not important at all, won't make a difference, 10 being this will be business changing or life changing. Mm. They did that. I then asked them to repeat that same thing but using a 1 year time frame. In a year, how important will those 3 things that you're planning on committing your time, Mm. attention,
1: Mm. energy to...
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today, how important will those things be in a year? And having just done through that very simple framework, very simple exercise, there was four people in the room. Every one of them made some change to what they were going to spend their time on. Three of them made significant changes like nothing was on the list Mm -hmm. that they'd started with. Brilliant. Brilliant. And one had had a bit of an epiphany moment about... I shouldn't be doing this, there's really someone in my team that is mm. way more capable, much better suited to doing this thing that I was going to commit a big part of my day to.
1: Mm. I think it's a really simple mm. little framework to use. Yeah, it's, Absolutely. Great. it's great. And I think it's just that kind of value of detachment. But I guess it also speaks to the value of, and you know, we'll kind of put in a plug for ourselves here, the value of some structure that enables you to step back, mm-hmm. somebody to challenge you to step back and saying, all this urgent, how important? Because mm-hmm. in the context of a year out, the stuff you're kind of sweating about right now is nothing. Won't matter. And it's it's kind of, uh, I was reading a, a, an interesting article, and interesting because it accorded with my own thinking around this stuff, which is it's not about how you manage your time. There are screeds of articles. There are articles in the HBR every single month on how to manage your time, how to manage your time. It's not about how you manage your time. It's about how you manage your attention. Mm. Where do you put your attention? And in our active management program, we are really clear about that and we draw that distinction. Uh, The whole idea of active is mindful. And mindful is about where you choose to put your attention. Mm -hmm. Because we can go a whole day. We can go a whole week. In fact, we can go for years and not pay any real attention Mm. to what we're doing. We're good at what we do. We know how to how to do it. So we keep doing it. Yeah. And if we've got a, a day that's comprising a list of things that we know how to do, we'll go to it. That'll be our go-to stuff. That'll be a good day well done. Except we've never really paid that much attention to why we're doing it, what we're trying to achieve, how does this help move the business forward? Is it important in the context of a 12-month horizon? Any of those sort of bigger questions. Because I reckon if we did that, we'd probably just put a line through Mm -hmm. half those things. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then you can replace it with higher value stuff. I think a good
0: example of this, a uh, client of ours, Mike, he owns a construction company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, we used to refer to him as the Subby wrangler because he used to spend all day every day with his phone glued to his ear, uh, pleasantly, I would say talking to subbies, uh, probably more accurately yelling at subbies. Yeah. So these uh builders, plumbers, electricians, drain layers, you know, going, when are you over my site? When are you getting this job done? That was how his life operated. And he was busy, Very like busy busy. busy, busy, busy. Always busy. Stress to the max. Mike, to his testament, uh, has invested a lot in his personal growth and his own development and he's gone from an organisation that used to build you know, circa 30 houses a year, they're now building over 200 a year and his business has evolved massively because he understood that getting out of busy and focusing some time on the important uh, was what was going to be the game changing for him and it certainly has. It's been a a phenomenal journey.
1: I I think uh, Mike and many others... Have, with our help, worked out that they don't have to be driven by that list of things to do. Mm A, there are a whole bunch of those things that can be delegated and should be so that you can grow people around you. B, there are things that really relate to the past rather than the future. Mm -hmm. And and at some point soon, we'll talk about the development that, you know, our kind of criteria around improve, develop, and transform. Sure. And how much time we as business leaders need to be spending on the future, Mm -hmm. not the past. Because, you know, you and I need to be spending, we, we went through our kind of, in our amp, our own internal amp mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. our, our kind of leadership types and styles. And it's exactly right. You know, where we're at, we should be spending 40% of our time, maybe 50, mm-hmm. on, on tomorrow's business. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us even more actually you know yeah. I think about it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But
1: I think it's the same for everybody.
0: Yeah. So his challenge to our our uh, listeners today is uh, use that simple framework, look at what you've decided is the most important things for you to do today. Simply uh, assessing are they important or are they just urgent is a good place to start, then give them the relevance of how important will they be in a month, how important they will be in a year, mm. and really commit to adding value to the organisation, not just checking boxes.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a great perspective. It's kind of reverse staircasing. You know, you go to the top of the stairs and you look down. How did you get there? And if you if you go to the top and say, "How did I get up here?" Well, it wasn't by doing a whole bunch of little tasks and ticking the list. It was because I took some stuff on. Mm-hmm. I took some big things on, and and I made a commitment. You know, we talked about getting all in. That's what that looks like. Is really making a commitment to the important and making it happen.
0: So if you know someone who's always busy, take a uh, screenshot of this podcast, share it out to them on social. This little insight might help them a lot. Thanks for
1: joining us. We'd love to hear your comments, any kind of stories you've got about that difference between useful and productive. Uh, any arguments to that? Because I mean, you know. Sure, we like a good debate. We like, we love a good debate. See you next time. Bye bye.